creativelyanddeliberately.com, a podcast where we will discuss how to creatively and deliberately make choices that give life meaning. I am your host, Danette Hansen. This podcast will be where I creatively express myself. I will deliberately acknowledge God in the details of life, and my goal is to make a podcast where we can all creatively show curiosity to ourselves and others as we deliberately act with compassion. Is that easy? No, but definitely worth pursuing. So thanks for joining me. Okay, I love science. I keep telling my youngest son that I want him to be a scientist because I secretly wish I was one. The funny thing about this is I'm not very good with math or measurements, but I swear I never grew out of the why stage. I still ask, why does that happen? Or how come that occurs? So I guess my curiosity has always existed. A cute question I asked my aunt when I was young went like this. I asked her who lives on the moon and she replied, no one. I didn't leave it at that. I then asked, well, then who turns on the lights? So I guess I've always been a deep thinker as well. I love that scientists do experiments to get answers, yet they start off without knowing exactly how it all works. They create a hypothesis and then they test it out to see what the results will be. Imagine if we approached life that way a bit more not having to have all the answers before we moved forward. And imagine if, in the name of discovery, we tested our own personal theories of what works in our lives and what empowers us, then what doesn't. Wouldn't that be invaluable? Understanding scientific laws also clues us into the importance of learning how to utilize materials to our advantages, as well as being adaptable and willing to change. You know, patterns end up being our evidence that reveals the answers needed to direct our lives. So what kind of patterns do you see in your life? You know, the predictable patterns. As a self-improvement coach, I'll discuss such things as predictable patterns and how our brains work and then how neuroscience is discovering more about human behavior that will then give us greater insight and hopefully help us improve our lives. So, you know, knowledge is power, but when applied, knowledge is empowerment. Additional to scientific research, I love that we can feel a sense of fulfillment when we create things, especially as co-creators with God. There's many magnificent creations that God has placed before us deliberately. As stated in a very profound quote given by the late LDS president, Thomas S. Monson, What an amazing man. Quote, God left the world unfinished for man to work his skill upon. He left the electricity in the cloud, the oil in the earth. He left the rivers unbridged and the cities unbuilt. God gives to man the challenge of raw materials, not the ease of finished things. He leaves the pictures unpainted, the music unsung, and the problems unsolved that man might know the joys and glories of creation, unquote. How awesome is that? God has provided so much for us, and he wants us to have a sense of ownership in what we create. So now we just have to discover what it is that we want to manifest in our lives. So here's a question for you. 
What do you think is the secret to living creatively and passionately? I don't know about you, but secrets drive me crazy. Just ask my family. So I'll tell you what I think the answer is. I think it's living deliberately. We get to decide. Each one of us gets to decide consciously and intentionally what actions we will take based on our own values, purpose, and passions. There's unlimited power in making our own choices. But even more profound than that is that having the liberty to choose anything that we want then breeds creativity. I get to decide what I want daily. I get to decide what I will eat, wear, say, and do, what I like and dislike. Even though these are such simple choices, having the agency to decide them for myself brings freedom, as does any choice. We all get to decide what we love, where we'll spend our time, and how often, and with whom and why. There is beauty that comes from the simple power of choice. Now there are times in life that our choices feel heavy and burdensome, and we might prefer someone else to make our choices, only because making decisions sometimes exhausts you to the point you swear you have just run a marathon, yet it's just the crazy thoughts in your head. So thankfully, we don't have to relearn or redecide everything when new situations are introduced to us, or we'd go into overload and meltdown. So thank heavens we have brains that are equipped to have the ability to remember and be efficient. When we do something repeatedly, our minds shift into auto drive. We've all probably forgotten to run that errand on the way home because our subconscious mind took over without us really being aware. Our brains are built to be efficient and efficient they are. And that's why we run on our subconscious mind about 90% of the time. An interesting exercise to do is to make a list of the many times throughout your day when your mind does go on auto drive. Because this is done subconsciously, you have to consciously think about it. We already mentioned how easy it is for our minds to go on auto drive on the way home. Think about when you're getting ready for the day. What do you do without thinking? Do you make your bed after you've brushed your teeth or before? Can you do your exercise routines without even thinking about it? How about your downtime? Are you defensive with the same issues? Do you behave the same way in social situations, especially when you don't want to? Do you ever sound like your parents in your explanations who also sounded like their parents? So one time I had told my daughter, who was three or four at the time, that I wanted her to clean her room. I came back a while later and found out that she had ignored my command. I said to her, I told you to pick this up and put that away, and I listed off what I had said before. She put her hands up on her hips, and she said what I had repeatedly said to her and all of my children one time or another. You're driving me crazy. Now imagine the most adorable, full-haired blonde swinging her head side to side as she emphasized, Dwava me crazy. It was the cutest thing I had ever seen, but I wasn't going to let her know that. I told her just get it done and I left the room with a smile. So talk about sounding like your parents. So how do you view the world? Do you naturally view it optimistically or do you have pessimism that takes over. 
You know, the biggest test is to see if these automatic states that we go into are serving us. Are all of our responses useful or should we be monitoring them and changing the way they are working? When Gretchen Rubin, the author of The Happiness Project, was talking with Oprah on Super Soul Conversations, she mentioned how she preferred to deliberately form habits that she wanted on auto drive. But I loved how she termed it by having these desirable habits on cruise control. So I agree with this brilliant idea of training the mind to work for you so that you will have the end results that you want. I immediately thought of my new car that I downsized to. Luckily, I got to get rid of that SUV. I got to stop having to park that big excursion that was like parking a trailer house. But sadly, the new car doesn't have cruise control. What, you're asking, how does a car made in 2016 not have cruise control? Well, I want to know that as well. Of course, I didn't find out this fact until after I'd purchased it. It does have the hands-free in the steering wheel, so that is a bonus. But can you imagine driving long distances without cruise control? It sucks. So now I can understand even more fully how beautiful it is that we have mental cruise control. It helps us be alert and exert less energy. But you know, cruise control doesn't work real well when you're in the dead of town. It doesn't make any sense to set the control in between lights and in between cars weaving out of your lane. That takes much more energy than it's worth. Driving in town takes focused attention. Well, that is the same with certain times and moments in our lives. Being on mental cruise control all the time does more harm than good, especially when you haven't monitored your automatic responses. Sometimes we have to get out of the car and walk where we really want to go. In our deliberate decision-making, we gain control over the destination only when we decide what it is that we really want in life. The journey we select to go on is up to us, and that is empowering. So where is it you want to go? You decide. I love that we all hold the potential for improvement and change, and that it's realized through a slow enough pace that we can handle. Taking small steps will make all the difference. Creativelyanddeliberately.com interprets small to mean that specific, motivating actions liberate life. In the steps model that Creatively and Deliberately has created, each crucial step is defined in order to maximize the expectations and pleasures felt in the process of getting to that place where you are designed to go. So tune in to episode two and learn what those deliberate steps are. Come and learn how to creatively set yourself on the path where you are meant to travel.